0: black podcast where we talk all this classical music and being black in the profession with trap beats playing in the background okay, with happy birthday playing in the background oh right <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot Catherine turns 42 today yep a whole 42 yep <laughs> it does not feel like my birthday and I, I knew it wouldn't feel like my birthday and like I was telling you, I'm a birthday person like we're gonna go do something after this but it does not feel like my birthday at all you, you be flip-flopping because remember before you were like i'm not a birthday person <laughs> i'm really not a birthday person <laughs> you just said that you were <laughs> i literally just said i'm not a birthday no, person. no before you said i'm a birthday person so we're gonna go outside we're gonna go and do something after this no i said i'm not a birthday person you, you said you were well i misspoke <laughs> then. I'm, I'm literally because i was like so no, no 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 i misspoke i'm not a birthday person but i'm not gonna act like it's just saturday
1: if so You a medium sense. birthday person? Yeah, like a regular. Like
0: birthday. it's not it's not my it's not my birthday month, <laughs> you know, or my birthday that week. That kills me. I've never met anybody who acts like that. there are people who say that, and I never met anybody who's followed through with it mm-hmm. because literally it's because ridiculous. That will get boring. And and who's celebrating with you all all month long? Who? You know, I share a birthday with Roderick Roderick Cox. I had no oh. idea it was his birthday today as well. Who told you that? Uh, Facebook and um what's that what's that david david like posts was oh the, david, viol- david, the violence yeah. he'll post everybody's birthday and i was tagged in a post with roderick and i was like oh, oh a joint party interesting I mean, he left already oh for real? he went back to germany or what he lives in germany now yeah he lives in germany he said he lived there a couple months i wonder why he left minnesota symphony I think it was a temporary position, wasn't it? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it was like a two-year thing. Oh shoot! Yeah. Hmm. But you, you gonna keep, you, I'm gonna going. do what? I d- you you literally only <laughs> made sounds. <laughs> <laughs> like meanwhile, you, you didn't let me finish. You weren't there. Was something to finish? You yes didn't start. It okay, 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 I'm listening. What am I gonna but do? Meanwhile, you you better finish up your tenure at the LA field. Anyway, we'll see. We sure will. Nice but useless is the theme. Wow. Of the week. <laughs> Tell us more. I wish I could. Name names. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> 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 a tell-all episode. <laughs> That's a cute That's idea. And happen. also be our last episode. Right. I was like, that would never happen. That's like when we get like signed for a TV deal or something. Be like, now a tell-all We have to like change every name, but a lot of people are nice but useless from the top to the bottom. Wow, I'm wrong. I am. I did not say that. Okay, if you know somebody who's nice but useless, tag them below the post for this episode. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh my god, with the hashtag nice Nice. but useless. (laughs) (laughs) Those are actually your words. Nice, but useless. Yeah, like when I, when I first got here like two weeks ago and I mentioned somebody's name to you in the text and you were like, nice, but useless. And Did I, I say that really? Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm sounding like Jalisha. Well, Jalisha's Jaleisha. a pathological liar. So. I told Jalisha I'm about tired of seeing her. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll see her in a week. <laughs> oh, right. Jalisha's a pathological liar. Right. So I mean, I'm not going to sully her name. But. Right, because now everybody, now to watch somebody listening, going to be like, oh. The jaleesha they was talking about a classically black and then now <laughs> the fact that i'm liar now we just sullied her name she had a whole <laughs> reputation out here don't know believe really, nothing jaleesha say but that uh, might work out for you though but <laughs> <laughs> that will work out in your favor if you don't <laughs> some of the stuff she said i'm like do you hear what you say or does it sound like white noise like when you do you hear yourself when you speak or does it sound like white noise like freaking Jaleisha I don't know just know if you ever meet Jaleisha we're not gonna say her last name but if you ever meet Jaleisha just know that if she's if you think she's nice to she's begin not. with you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> and you will soon see the error of your ways but but just like the thing I was when we were talking about earlier like is like I kind of told her I'm like oh I just don't like you I wanna fight you and she's like so there's plenty of people who don't like me and I'm like that's not true like people like Jaleisha like a lot of people like mm. Jaleisha God bless you right Shout out to Jelisha. <laughs> you got news this week? It's summertime. Like, what news is happening? Like, girl, some news. You didn't hear about it. Hear about what? About Curtis? <gasps> no, Curtis. I did not. I saw Garrett post about it. Shout out to Garrett. And yeah. I was like, what's going on with Curtis? You know what? In the middle, in the you know what? I remember because I saw I saw Garrett post it, and mm-hmm. I I literally remember this, and I went to go Google it. And then somebody interrupted me with something to do with these kids. So, you know, there's actually another story out right now of sim- of a similar nature, but we'll talk about that next week. Um, but who called who? No, I can't say that. PG podcast. What'd you say? Don't have to be what? <laughs> you <laughs> can imagine all of a sudden they got it. I got it explicit now. All my church folks gonna stop sharing the episodes. For real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the the other idea I have. I don't, um, I don't even think I would share it on Facebook. <laughs> it's yeah. not bad. It's just that yeah, I would see what some of the topics would definitely not be appropriate for church people for children, yeah. church folk. Um, we'll see if God blesses it, which I doubt it. Why would he? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Just know it. that Katie will be coming out with another show in a couple years, <laughs> so, but Satan willing. Satan willing. <laughs> And also, I have to get people who want to do it with me, which is delicious. ones. which is perfect for her. It's literally her <laughs> yeah. Okay, what what happened at Curtis? Um, Curtis is okay. Yeah, I, got, I had to place it because Colburn and Curtis, mm-hmm. same thing, different coasts. Mm, okay. Um, so violinist Laura Saint John. Um, she was a child prodigy, and now she is an internationally famous violinist. But um, she said that she was. She came forward um, saying that she was repeatedly sexually Repeated. abused. Yes. Um, by her teacher, um, Yasha Brodsky, who was a, a professor at Curtis. The, is he still there? He's dead. No. Oh. Yeah. Um, she said that she was repeatedly disregarded um, uh, when she said what had happened to an uh, administrator at Curtis. And they um, disregarded her. This happened in 1986. Wow, well, that's on brand. Yeah. Um, she told the school's dean at the time, Robert Fitzpatrick, that she had been abused. And he, she said he mocked her. Um, wow. Right. And um, <laughs> What does that even look like? Right. Oh, look. I got Like, like what quote, is that? <laughs> he, she has a quote. Quote, oh, for God's sake, who do you think they're going to believe? Some 15-year-old kid or someone who has been here for decades? yikes and then he said and i agreed with him totally they wouldn't believe me that's what she said rather 15 but F- you i a 15 year old and you tell her ain't nobody gonna believe you oh oh for god's sake what the heck for god's sake right <laughs> okay good that okay. is like i'm just thinking I, that is terrible there's like you cannot blame her for not for not yeah thank you what what child literal child would and also the way he said it like like she was stupid for believing like for stupid for even coming for exactly coming like girl you know and also it's kind of like almost like a that happens all the time here like girl like type of thing like who they gonna believe Right. like this this comes with this is comes with it right um wow two of her friends who were with her at the time said that they also remember that happening um, he was the school's dean for, for, uh, two decades. And the teacher at the time was 79 years old then. And he said that the, the Dean said that the teacher had been quote touchy feely, but he said that allegations that he was sexually abusive were nonsense. I'm, I'm sure. Right. Um, and the Dean said that he spoke to the teacher, Yasha Brodsky after the meeting, um, and then just was like, please be mindful of f- you know how you are with female students this goes but let's back to the story that we talked about a while ago about that teacher who was having people literally take in, off their clothes yes and to, to fit them with, with shoulder, shoulder rest. rest like it's one thing like for teachers like we've talked about this before i think amongst ourselves was like when teachers touch you and whatever like not that any teacher has but saying like the culture around teachers touching you like how your teacher says can i touch you or may yeah. i touch you before like we've said that like I don't I don't really believe I don't really remember my teacher ever adjusting me in that way or if he does he'll be like you know he'll let me know before. Also I think the nature of your instruments a little more (gasps) because like it sits between your legs Mm -hmm. like I think there's a little bit more room like like I've had teachers in the past especially like at the collegiate level be like can I touch because it's like they want to like and what does he even touch like Mr. Taylor like I can't even remember because th- there's no reason for him to touch me at all. Yeah, like... So, it's like, if it would be like... Can you can't even move my elbow up? He'll say, move your elbow up. I'm going to go, Yeah, adult, like you I know? can't even remember. I can count kind of one hand how many times Mr. Taylor has touched me because it's like, there's, there's literally... I'm, I, I, was, I was a grad student. There's nothing that I need to feel or like... Right. You
1: know, um, y'all weird.
0: Like, y'all are weirdos. Right. Sick, actually. Like, because touchy feeling teacher, first of all, you have no reason to be touching your students, especially your students who are underage they're adolescents um and that's a, a power dynamic that should not you know be even like you shouldn't even be considering that because a teacher is student power dynamic is not even if they are an adult you know mm-hmm. i mean like when i'm teaching little kids maybe okay, not little there's like a there's like a uh there's an area like maybe like older than 10 like that kind of age I'm not touchy-feely, but first of all, like, the camp that I taught at this past month, like, last month, I always kept the door open because, like, all all that. I always ask if I can touch you first Mm -hmm. because sometimes kids who are really good, I want them to think about something in a different way like i want them to think about how something feels mm-hmm. so i'll be like i'll try to describe it as best as i can and i'll be like can i touch you and i'm like, like especially like stuff, stuff in the shoulders stuff like that i'll be like you need to feel it from here like this is where you need to feel it from but other than that like you all rubbing in lower back what they got to do with violence? Right. exactly and i hate that like you take advantage of the fact that you're one-on-one with a student why would you even want mm-hmm. okay and, and some people even if you, you're not even worried about it being misconstrued that way some people just don't like to be touched like i've had yeah. students who will be like who will be kind of like weirded out that i'm like may i touch you and i touch them in a on like their wrist or therefore you know yeah and they'll be like why'd you ask because some people don't like to be touched you don't know yeah. that you know and and especially as when they're children or anyone you want to give them you know you you want to give them the opportunity to consent or not consent when you touching their body. You're the first one who made me think about that. Like some people don't want to be touched yeah. because I'm not a touchy feely person, but like, you know how like when someone passes you, they'll like touch your back yeah. or like something like that. It's like, I, I don't think twice about that kind of stuff. Yeah. No. Cause I met someone that like, like really had an aversion to being touched. Oh. And I had, I had never met anyone like that before. And I didn't realize that that was something that like really, really made that person uncomfortable. Like it was like an anxiety thing. Oh shoot! Yeah, like it was re- like it was really really bad. Cause even kids here, if I'm talking to a kid and we have like a relationship, I don't really have a relationship with these kids because I haven't really they're in rehearsal all day. Mm-hmm. But if I if I if, if I'm having a conversation with you, I might touch your arm or touch your touch your hand just like as a I don't even know what that's called. Like yeah. a, I'm I'm here with you. I'm talking to mm-hmm. you. Like this is a safe space type thing. But like yeah, I've never I've never considered people that don't like being touched like. Mm anyway but i'm sure people don't like being groped so right especially when they're little children and you're 79 um so he unfortunately died um, Unfortunately, no i mean he unfortunately died before he was able to oh. be, you know for him to pay for this because obviously he got away with well in this life he got away with. i'm it, about but. to say well we don't <laughs> have it on the side so right. to be continued right <laughs> Right, you start smelling smoke. You're <laughs> where you're going. Okay, first day in heaven, going up to God. I'm like, so we have a podcast, and I'm sure you're aware. Um, <laughs> we have a little room we could use for. <laughs> All right. So, um, but he, um, he died, um, in 1997. Um, but the Inquirer, which is where um, I think the story, well, this is where I originally saw the story. They located four other women who also say that he pursued them sexually while they were students at Curtis in the 80s. That is freaking disgusting. Right. Um, and one of them said that when she was, this was two years after the initial person that came forward, um, like alleged that she was that she was assaulted in 1988 that one of the people that came forward said that when she was 18 and he was in his 80s he took her to dinner and tried to kiss her first of all you probably have what three teeth left nah well oh yeah. yeah but his he has dentures so his teeth probably look really nice about the only thing yeah disgusting um another former student said that when she was 16 he began inviting her to dinner to listen to records with him and that he would reach out to hold her hand and he once tried to kiss her neck oh no! she said that she said no he apologized and they continued uh she continued to study with him for two more years um and then a third woman i said, would never feel comfortable after that yeah she said a third a third one but also it's like in this situation especially when you have a big name teacher a teacher who teaches at curtis has a lot of clout and that sort of thing like you can't mess that up yeah you're afraid to say something like they could really just blackball you yeah and say in you know and then what can you do not a thing right and it's for a lot of people especially like this woman the one whose uh, story initially broke she probably um felt you know, the need to come out now or felt that she was able to come out now because she already has this established career yeah, and that sort of thing. But like when you're coming up, you're probably so afraid that like one, they're going to do something that's going to hurt your career. And two, are you ready to handle that? Because now you have to go through once you come forward. Now you have to go through everything that comes with getting them to pay for what they did. Right. And even if people like champion you, like I'm so happy, I can't believe you went through that. Now it's like, don't nobody want you in, in their studio because it's like, what if she accuses me of doing something? Right, and, and now you got all this stigma it. so it's like, I can imagine that's probably one of the many reasons why they didn't come forward at the time um, a third woman said that when she was 20 years old, um, and she was studying with another teacher uh, Brodsky initiated a friendship that developed into a two year sexual relationship, um, and she said that she was very vulnerable um, at the time and she believes that he, like, took advantage of her. Um, and then another, yet another, um, recalled that he tried to kiss her when she when he was, again, asking her to come over and listen to records with him. He tried to kiss her, and when she stopped him, um, he seemed remorseful. I'm like, okay, but what does the 12th girl you kiss and she said no? But, like, why trying, are you kissing, kissing your students? students? Who are literally 70 years your junior? Why can't you just get people your age? You <laughs> <laughs> like, Why you, or I don't even understand. maybe thirty years younger like, than you. Going down to the golf club, going to the shuffleboard club. Like, there's plenty of people. Why who, are you as an eighty year old man wanting eighteen year olds, twenty year olds? You can't even get nobody thirty years younger than you. You gotta be someone who you could be. You gotta be with somebody who you were literally, what, twenty years into your AARP discount when they were born. Like, that's it, it's embarrassing. That is ridiculous. Um. So all of them well, said that they. AARP, I need to sign up for my AR. You literally twenty six. That reminded me. Thanks for that. Keep going. I just appreciate the reminder. Forget forget forgetful in my old age. So okay, um, <laughs> all for the initial. I mean, of the additional women that came forward said that they never told uh Curtis administrators what they did. I mean what happened. Um which I mean they probably heard about the first girl exactly told her, and she was laughed off and mocked. So they yeah, are probably the mocked. Her. Is that is he still alive? Probably not. The administrator? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. They they noted that uh that the teacher died but they didn't say nothing about him but he probably did. he was the dean in the oh 80s. yeah yeah well, could have depending on how young he was in the 80s how long ago was that 30 yeah 80s? that's not that old that's not that long ago just because that guy was super old at the time he was 79 then yeah maybe he is still yeah, alive yeah he could still be alive um he torches and pitchforks at his house <laughs> i mean um but laura st john um she shared her allegations with the administrators in the decades since she left curtis um, and most recently, in 2013, uh, she told her uh, her accusations in a letter to Robert Roberto Diaz, who's the president and CEO of uh, Curtis. Um, and viola teacher. Yeah, really? You took a lesson with him. It was fine. I played for like 20 minutes and then the rest was. But he's the president the and the CEO of the, of the thing, too? He's the CEO of the school? That's what it's say. He's the dean for sure. That's weird. And he? And he still teaches he viola. Yeah, like, he, he still, te- I don't know, I don't know how big his studio is, but, like, that's weird. Is that weird? I think it's weird. Because yeah. I'm thinking about, um, I graduated now. I'm thinking about j teaching. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Professor I, if I, if I still, if I saw him, I would still call him Dean Rossi. <laughs> but I'm thinking about j being Dean of Eastman and having a saxophone studio. Like, how would that even work? Mm. Yeah. But um he yeah, took a lesson with him. It lasted twenty minutes, and then he talked to me the rest of the time about things. About what intonation? Kidding. Right, how much he wishes he is. How much yours. he encourages me. I, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. He encourages you to give him a lesson. Anyway, um, when she wrote that letter to him, they launched an investigation um, with the. The Curtis Board of Directors um, hired a law firm a law firm to launch an d- investigation, and they declined to release the firm's findings. Um, but the Inquirer independently obtained a copy of the four page report, which we will which is linked in the article. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that the investigation only interviewed two people, which one of them was the dean at the time. So I guess he is alive, or at least he was alive in 2013. Um, So he was one of the people which, great, great witness. Mm, Um, Right. Right. And then one of the school's former directors, Gary Grafman. Um, The men were asked general questions about sexual misconduct involving faculty members and students, but they they were never asked specifically about those allegations. So what was the point? Just to say that they did it. That literally makes no sense. Like but. just to say that they Right. And then then they didn't even interview her. Of course not. Why would you this so one, what was the, the investigation was not about her case? Then you don't interview her, you don't interview the person that she came to after the after the fact. Who what? This country doesn't care about women. Neither do our schools, I guess. What the heck? Um so she was not interviewed, neither were the friends that were with her when she came forward. Um, and there were no attempts to contact any other of, um, uh, the teacher students, the accused teacher students. Um, but of course, um, the president and CEO slash Fiala teacher, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he defended the school's response and said that the investigation was independent, transparent, and thorough. Thorough? Was so how... That's one thing. It definitely wasn't. The, out of By all By definition the th- of the word thorough. Yeah. It literally wasn't. Literally. <laughs>
1: in in you, no way. You
0: can't even swing that. Y'all love just using words. You can't. Shout you can't out to CI. I mean, I guess it's not Curtis Institute of Vocabulary, so. Yeah. I guess, you know. Or safety, apparently. Right. So. so. um, But most- Well, not most notably, but notably to me, it was going around on Facebook after this article- Um, went around was that Curtis sent out a um, email to all their alumni um, basically saying if anybody contacts you about this, please direct them to this person and encouraging them not to speak to any Girl. (laughs) Oh. And people were people were mad because they were like, so y'all launched this investigation that, I mean, we're using that term loosely because y'all asked a yeah, couple maybe a Google search right. level like surface level Right. they probably didn't even they probably little look about little right. little like, glance over yeah glance right glance. <laughs> <laughs> barely an investigation which what y'all called it um, y'all do that and now you don't want anybody first of all why would you you're mad because people want to talk to the press but you don't want to interview anybody who's actually relevant to the situation exactly But but obviously the newspapers do but you don't want them to. It'd be different if you were actually doing a thorough investigation as you claim to be, but you didn't. You're still not. Somebody got to. Hmm. So, it's great the news this week. Keep you all updated. Well, what else can we do? He's dead. So, but shout out to the internet for and people credits for leaking that letter. Right. Like y'all see what y'all see right. these people. She was one of them because she's on the alumni list, so she got the. Um, oh, and, but also one of a bass player um who teaches at Indiana now. He also um that's where I saw it because a lot of bass players were circulating it. He screenshotted it and was like spread this around. <laughs> yeah, and I hope the rest of the top conservatories or any any school music for that matter mm-hmm. has their has their eyes open and their ears open. Like you cannot keep brushing stuff like this underneath the rug. I remember my my um co op for when I did middle school for student teaching. She said like the teacher who was before the current teacher now um like was like you could not was encouraged that you weren't like left alone with him so like stuff like that like meanwhile used to take viola and he treated all the women poorly and and be kissing up on girls and all that yeah like people just be letting stuff slide i mean it didn't happen to her thank god but like it happened to other people what the heck why? the fact that you even have people that you have to warn someone about that why are they still why are there? they still there that doesn't make it I mean well, he's here. okay if he if you just don't have a body yeah. like what if you, if you congratulations on getting into the school now just get your titties removed and <laughs> all sexual organs right like, <laughs> yeah, we got to go wear a tarp to your lessons <laughs> <laughs> well not even not even it's right I mean what you wear literally has nothing to do. Literally so, has nothing you know, to do. Just take the tie off. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, an we'll update. People are so trash, so. And will always be until the end of time. But don't worry. Which is soon. coming soon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up the rear pretty quickly. People going to be like, who hurt y'all? Why is the end of the world so near? I'm like, it literally is. It, it literally is. They were like, we have like 18 months before. It's too- <laughs> Not before it's done, but before it's too late to save the world. Right, I, I got into... <laughs> Um, I got into, I, okay, it wasn't an argument, because people, like, I'm vegan, but honestly, like, I spend so much time eating meat that, like, I just don't care what you eat. Also, it's literally not my business mm-hmm. what you do. But I was minding my, oh, here we go. <laughs> you know what, if Jaleisha heard this. I was minding my, Jaleisha, literally, I'm gonna tell ask, ask can... Lara, like, ask her. Like, I was literally minding my business. Anyway, that's not the point, because I already... <laughs> Like, I will. Oh, she get mad. No, no. I, will <laughs> I will acknowledge my bias about this person because they <laughs> already annoy me, right? nice but useless. Yes, <laughs> he. They are part of the. <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> already <said it. laughs> you already said it. girl. What? They are part of the nice but useless crew. Mm-hmm. Trying um, to keep it anonymous, you don't already said it. <laughs> Anyway. It was like it's our the plant's already destroyed, it's already it's too late. I'm like it's actually not too late yet. And this is something you can Google. I'm like, but you don't wanna Google it. You're just too busy worried about me eating your food's food. I'm like, actually you're supposed to eat vegetables? Like if you pee in dust, like that's a problem. Okay, like you're you're supposed to be eating vegetables. Right? So if I'm eating everyone, your, if I'm eating your food's food, like what's the argument? Anyway, if you Google it, like it's not too late. There's some things you can do. It's not too. Late. It's almost too. Late, it's almost too. Right. <laughs> so if not, we're saying if we're talking about like we're not it, already past it. We're not past it yet. Yeah, close, but we're not. Yeah, but anyway, it just reminds me. I must buy a reusable straw. Yeah, because I will. But people say the straws are not that big of a deal, but then some people are like they are the biggest deal. So I, I don't know. I'll buy me one. I actually, my mom has one. She doesn't like it though, because it's like a boba straw. It's like really big. Oh, yeah, but. Sorry, I'm not, my lip not getting pregnant because I tried to drink off a restaurant cup, so. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, because when we say the Cal State Fullerton, like, I was like, hey, I ain't got no straw. Right, I was like, let me waterfall all of this. Oh, my God, I'm just weird about you know, that. because you know they just be rinse, rinse. Now I wake up there. and there's maggots in my lip. <laughs> now you on Dr. Pimple Popper trying to figure out. Right. <laughs> now I got this mask coming out of my <laughs> lip, wondering like. Okay, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, let me make sure I have everything here. I love intervention so, so much. What is that? We're going to play a game. She got a bunch of strips of paper over there. What the heck? Yeah, I made some cards. Okay, so I'm going to play a game. What? This is the whole operation. Okay, so we're going to play a game. I was watching um, Jamie Foxx, who is literally the gold. Like, listen, the absolute gold. Me and my sister, I'm like, we stay Jamie Foxx. He's probably one of the three celebrities on this earth that I would cry if I met. Really? Yes. Beyonce being one of them, and I've met Beyonce, and I cried like a baby. I would um, cry if I met Jamie, Jamie Fox and Stephen Wonder. Like, <laughs> he's he's such an underrated celebrity to me. I think I'm, he's underrated. My celebrity list, like, well, first of all, I already freaking I didn't meet him, but I'm I'm going to one day. Like I promise. Like, uh, do the Like I freaking love him. I don't let, care. Let I don't tell y'all what do. happened to me. I was coming out of work. With my suitcase, about a go- like I was coming out of work, and I walk out of the the office where I'm at, and he turns around, and he's like, "Oh hey," and I was, I was like, like Is that "Freaking dude!" I'm I was screaming. <laughs> like and so, I was just sitting there. We were waiting for the elevator. You ain't saying nothing. The the, the the part that makes me mad about the story, <laughs> you didn't say nothing. Like I wasn't finna I wouldn't like. Oh my god, you heard me saying Like I'm not. I wouldn't. I, know mean, I, says says a person, I said hi to him, but <laughs> like when he came backstage, and he was like, cause he. He acknowledged the fact that, like, yeah, we're RAs. Like, we don't do a lot. But, like, we make sure these kids don't die outside of rehearsal, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, like, when he was, like, oh, my friends. I was just, like, let me not be stupid. First of all, I don't want to go to jail. Secondly, because he doesn't have bodyguards. But also, Mm -hmm. like, they put measures in place. Like, they told us, like, absolutely no pictures of or with him because of whatever. So, but I was, when I saw him yesterday that close, I was, like, 10 feet from him. I was, like. Yeah oh my god i i don't care i freaking love him like he's probably the number one person i want to meet like really? yeah but I, I've, I've like i've only met him in group settings and we've like rehearsed with yeah, him yeah. from yola and like we've met in like taking pictures of him and like in group settings but that was just like such a, re- a normal way like we were waiting for the elevator and inside yeah, the elevator to like, get yeah i would have like, f- he was going home from work like it was just so weird <laughs> like i just love gustavo like I probably love him more than the Venezuelan kids because to him, to them, he's like, he's like Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> like that's probably my number one celebrity. Like and it, when we were in Mexico, he freaking recognized us from Yola. Really? Yeah. He's like because Sam a genuine. we had our instruments. So like, then he's like, cause like, ain't no way good, dude, i gonna recognize me on the street. Yeah. yeah but yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But like, I remember when, see, when Sam got up there, he was like, I know you. The, oh it's like, could my. you and all the other kids that like weren't for Yolo were like, oh my god, Duda recognized. Like, like, I'm telling you, I have to figure out how I'm gonna play for him one day. Like, I'm, I'm putting that spot. Wait, your spot. Like, like you. uh, I have to play in tune. I have to play in tune first, but like consistently. But like, then after him, probably like Cardi B. Isn't that crazy? That's freaking insane. I rather meet do themo first than Cardi B. I mean, I I that I, that understand I understand that because I have no desire to meet Cardi B, but oh, and then Yvonne Orgy. no okay, Dudamel, I would love to meet Isaree. Oh yeah, I think oh, she she okay. she's, she's from Inglewood. She's from yeah, and she and all the stuff that she makes is like filmed in yeah. Inglewood where I, and I grew up watching oh, awkward yeah, black girl, Some and something. she'd be on Manchester. I'd be like, that's why off the street where my grandma lived you know. Yeah yeah, I yeah. love Issa Rae. Okay, but I got you. I, Dudamel, Mal, Yvonne Orji. Cardi B. Cardi B look like fun. And she's like my same. She's the same age as me. Which is so weird to me. Yeah. You never feel like celebrities are your same age. Yeah, they always feel so much older. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway, so, intermission. Man, I really wanted me to do the mail <laughs> All right, so I was watching jamie Fox. That's what we got to do this. I watched jamie Fox on Jimmy Kimmel. Is that the one I like? I never remember. I one. love Jimmy Kimmel. I like Jimmy Kimmel. He's not the annoying one. No, he's not annoying. Jimmy Fallon is annoying to me. He has some funny segments, but he, him himself, he's an annoying. I guy. don't think Jimmy Kimmel's annoying. Yeah, I like Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. I Jimmy Fallon is the one who I think is annoying. Because he, have you ever seen him interview somebody? Mm-mm. Uh, he always he interrupts, Interrupt. Right? I'm like, can they say anything? It's like he has a maximum, like, maybe five words for oh, them. okay. And every five, he's like, I'm like, okay. He's, oh, I can't take it. Because you know I don't like being interrupted. Yeah. Who does? For real. But, no. Okay. Okay trash. <laughs> so I was watching him and the, he, has his, he has his challenge. Let me figure out what it's called. I, I have a feeling you're not gonna like this, but I thought it would be fun. That seems like the pattern. <laughs> That's your motto. <laughs> He's not gonna like this, but that'll be fun. <laughs> okay. So he has a segment sometimes on his show called The Wheel of Musical Impressions. Oh my so I, I'm gonna play with you this time. That's why I made, instead of making a note on my phone like I normally do I thought I made them random so fix your I wish you could see her face okay so I made them random so I'm gonna play along too okay so on one I have two two, I have multiple sheets of paper okay but let me make sure I made these yesterday okay so on one piece of paper the one that doesn't have anything like on it on the outside I have a simple melody that you know from your childhood or from recently okay let's put that right there it's just for uh so since you can't see what I'm doing it's like a piece of paper with stuff written on them and I folded them in half I noted one of them with the melodies has nothing on it the one that says M on it, folded up, little scraps of paper, is a composer Are you nervous? I have no idea where this is going. On. You look nervous. Okay, I am very nervous. <laughs> so, <laughs> on this paper, I have um the the name of a composer. Y'all see how Katie's a creative one, right? Because what the heck? <laughs> I would have never thought to do. This. I didn't think of it. Jimmy Fallon does it. I know, but I would never like see that and be like, we could do that on a show. Like what? <laughs> um, so this is the name of a composer. So you're going to pick a simple melody. It's not gonna work. <laughs> and then you're going to pick a composer and you have to sing the melody. I in the style gonna of that I composer. knew you were going to say that. I don't know. I have no idea how to do that. So you can throw, go first. <laughs> they're simple. I have no idea how I'm going to do that. I have. I'm scared too. So we're in the same boat, but I thought it'd be so funny. Because I know composers can do that and it's it's really cool but i have no idea i'm going to do that so it's not I, in my mind this is not as i didn't make them in my mind i tried to make them make them hard like i didn't do um like rossini and verdi you know what i'm saying like i, I, I didn't do that because it's like they're pretty simple they're, they're not simple they're pretty similar yeah, so right. or i didn't do like donizetti and rossini right uh-huh. like they're similar. they write in similar styles right. i mean rossini's better but like um so i try to make them also there's a name on here I hope you don't get cause like some of them are like some composers write in very obvious styles so like I had my to job. like I have not closed my mouth since she started <laughs> she started <laughs> I, I just thought it would be funny and that's only it's only four songs cause I tried to come up with songs that are easy right so okay I'll go first okay okay so the first thing I'm, I'm picking a song from my childhood The Wheels on the Bus wow <sighs> Please, I'm really nervous actually <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually pretty nervous Okay so I have... <laughs> Yeah look what you did to yourself <laughs> That's how, how, I look, how I look at my credit And I oh, wow. <laughs> did Um, And I have Wagner Okay so I have to sing I don't even know enough Wagner for me to So I'm <laughs> thinking In my mind Just so we can walk through this so you can do it next in my mind, I'm thinking about traits of Wagner's music yeah. that are stuff that I've complained about in his excerpt. So in his music, so something I come that comes to mind. I okay, he always writes everything with twenty sharps. I can't con- I can't convey that right, mm-hmm. but um, I think about playing Townhauser. So the... and okay, so I'm really freaking nervous. <laughs> okay. You're gonna have to f- play with the volumes on this too because it's fogging, so gonna be loud. Oh my <laughs> I wish I had my viola. Uh, you do. I'm, <laughs> we got time. Okay. Get it out. The <laughs> wheels <laughs> on <laughs> the ball. I'm to <laughs> 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 I think I go. I wish you could see her right now. I'm gonna stop because people are gonna fast forward. Okay, your turn. Wow, <laughs> um, there's no guarantee I'm gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's. Oh god, I don't know how this is gonna work out. Okay, twinkle, 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 twinkle. Okay, he's so Mozart He <laughs> might. Who knows? I, I literally shook my own brain around by doing that I got Mozart <laughs> did you really <laughs> yeah okay oh my gosh how am I gonna do this the only thing Mozart is the only composer to me that I can tell by the first note that this Mozart like just by that chord that yeah. he begins with mm-hmm. but it's like how do I even it's not gonna I can't even top that it's gonna be boring I think one I think about Mozart I think extra yeah <laughs> Delaney is stressed. <laughs> you should have known it been something because anytime I text you'll be like, I'm excited for an mission." you know? No, I did not think it was gonna be this bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is so hard. Like Okay, I'll do one while you think about that. Because I, I do what you have to do I want you to do one. You don't have to do it, but I, for my personal enjoyment and for the listeners at home, I feel like you should do one. Okay, so I have <laughs> Are you stressed? Are you nervous? <laughs> yes, I have I was actually really nervous when I did it. Okay, I have Baby Shark. <laughs> I'm scared because I, I'm trying to remember who I wrote down. How am I going to do that? Tchaikovsky. I, heard, I would have no idea how to do that. Tchaikovsky is rich. And sad. Beautiful. And beautiful. And he has a little Okay, okay.
1: <clears throat> this is amazing that you want to do this. <laughs>
0: um Okay, okay, okay. I'm actually really nervous, okay? Baby shark. Do 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 baby shark do, do, do. <laughs> do 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 do, baby shark, bah. shark, 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 da da da, baby shark, something like that what <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry i wait for you to do this one <laughs> Mozart's extra so it's Beethoven. I'm trying to think of really <laughs> no i'm just trying to say Beethoven be harder I, I is Beethoven even one of these Beethoven's hard because like what does he 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 changed so i mean every yeah. composer changes right but I, lot, yeah but compose like i feel Beethoven like Beethoven's one of the few composers that has like three distinct like it was this then it was this then it was this mm-hmm. like it's crazy and also, he like straddles classical and romantic. Someone called him a romantic composer. We should talk about that. I don't think he is. Mm. Or maybe he was because even that he's first late. symphony was a little spicy. I mean, I think yeah, I think he's he's like half and half. Like he kind of You think he overflow. No, maybe not. Maybe not equally. But I just mean like he's a little bit of both. Because his beginning, like I mean, his first symphony. Yeah, actually, I think maybe classical. I take that back. I think he's more of a romantic right. composer than classical. So that was great intermission. Let's move on. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, like okay, like think about like. Also, first of all, Jamie Foxx did this like seamlessly. It was like insane. Oh I know Jamie Foxx is so like, talented. You have to watch the video. Like he's so talented. Maybe we we, we, we can link it. I will yeah. find the the it's um okay. So Mozart is extra right light. And typical. Okay. Honestly, if you were really trifling, I mean, I'm not, you can't do it now because I'm about to tell you what it is. It's not what I was planning on doing. But. Oh, you have What? Go, you. Wait, 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 go ahead. Uh, okay. Keep up. <laughs> this now is gonna my, <laughs> no, it's going to be boring because my thing. It's not easy to do. I know. I'm thinking of multi bass parts. Yeah, so try. Yeah. <laughs> this tripling and then and then something extra comes out of nowhere what's it like like the snake sweet little star right some junk all right Right. <laughs> like ain't nobody asking you for all that also i'm surprised you didn't think of that like that i was trying to fit a riff in there, but you know, i'm not creative at all Neither like, am I. I can't, I can't. Like, are you kidding like improvising and stuff maybe mm. not improvising like on your instrument but like what but if you like, really want to be trifling. If you really wanted to be trifling, Mozart wrote Twinkle. You could have just said yeah. it the way it is. That's what I was gonna do, but I was like, "She gonna be like, nah, you can't." That's do that. That's dummy created talking about you not created. Like that's created because that's like being quick with it. Like, well, like, that's why I was like, I hope I get Mozart because he wrote it. Yeah, that's you I, could have just did that. I thought you would have been like, nah, that's cheated. Nah, I think that's literally try. Oh, that's actually the first thing I thought of. I'm like, oh, you got Mozart. Like, that's this, what I. This that's twinkle. The whole reason why I wanted to get Mozart, <laughs> I was like, nah, I can't do that. Cause I chickened out. You want to do one more? I will try. I don't need, there's only one left, y'all. They're gonna be like, "The money sucks. It's not clean up. I don't know that. What is it? Clean up. Clean up. Clean up. Everybody, clean up. everywhere. Clean. Okay. Up. Clean. Dude, is that the way I know that song? Do you know that song? I know that melody for sure. Bach. <laughs> Yeah. Bach's also extra. Everything. Yeah. But in a different way. In a way that makes sense. Like Strauss is extra in a way that doesn't make sense. Dang, I wish I gotten Strauss. Who's left? Let's see. I forgot. Hayden. I did that because I think he's boring. Yeah, he is. And Strauss. Bach. I have no idea. I'm terrible at this. I have no idea. Like how to do something in the style like how like that's that's so hard to pick up these composers, like also world like world class composers to just pick up your style and you know? The first thing I think about will Bach probably be like will be like the foie. Shout out to Jasmine. But <laughs> like Bach didn't do a lot of that. I'm like I'm not musically creative at all, so like I'm not surprised I was terrible at this. You know what? Like, I feel like we should do this again. Yeah. And now you know, like, how it goes. I, like, this wasn't I just, until, I didn't think, like, how do I say? I didn't do it because I'm like, she's going to be terrible at this. Like, I thought it would be, like, because I'm stressed out. Like, <laughs> like you look straight. Like, I wish y'all could see Delaney's face. Like, because, the minute, like, when like, 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 I explained the game, you got tight. <laughs> like, because, like, I am like I feel, pr- like, pressure to do well. Like, because we released, like, this is supposed to be funny for people. But, like. <laughs> I mean, people will laugh at me. Like it's it's not it's not easy. That's why yeah. I was that's why I was so I was actually shaking on the first one because it's like how do you even all I did well sounded like kind of like opera because Wagner yeah. but like it's it's not easy to do, especially cause, like when it comes to I'm sorry when it comes to musical stuff I am not and I know I'm literally a musician, but like I'm not, super like creative with that kind of stuff, and I'm not also not like it's hard it is hard and something like classical music where you literally have most of it that is quote-unquote relevant when you're like in school and stuff yeah happened hundreds of years before now you know so you have so much of it Mm -hmm. to get through that like i feel like my repertoire is like teeny teeny tiny Mm -hmm. and it's also very sporadic yeah yeah, because i mostly listen to things that i have played and Mm -hmm. happen to have played that's because that's what i know of so i feel like some of these composers i'm like do i even have a good idea of what they, you know yeah like, Tchaikovsky, Wagner, I, I think I would have been able to yeah. do because I was thinking loud, brassy, extra. But, like, something like Tchaikovsky, when you did that, meant, like, I would, that one would have been hard for me. Tchaikovsky, I didn't do a good job of that because, like, for how do you, what was my song, Baby Shark? Like, how do you convey richness with Baby Shark? <laughs> and also, like, I took, I made a generalization. Like, he doesn't always do them for his final, for, okay, <laughs> Sports Sando things, he don't always do that. He did it in like one symphony, and I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's how he write you know. But, um, that was scary. I feel bad, like, I, I it was not supposed to be stressful, it was supposed to be funny. I didn't, I mean, I, I laughed a little bit, but who's your name? Are you way <laughs> you actually look strong. <laughs> like because <laughs> I feel like, like, mm-hmm. when I was, I'm not, I should not gonna say that, never mind and we are moving on all right so today we are talking about an opera um how do we even explain how we got here like well i love opera everybody knows i love opera Mm -hmm. and let's just say we're going out for an opportunity and we had to learn about otello and we're like okay let's just keep talking about it i don't know i like the I like operas because they're messy, so it's definitely on brand for us talking about classical music mess. Um, So (laughs) about the composers and y'all in it, mess people. Um, So today we're talking about Giuseppe, (laughs) Verdi's, Otello. (laughs) That reminded me is I cannot say that man's name, Giuseppe. I think it's Gisepe. I also looked it up. Yeah, it's I think It is too. Yeah, but I remember one time you said something. I, I said, so, "What, what said. was it?" I don't even know, man. It's probably in the bloopers. Like, oh my god, that was like traumatic for me. Like, because <laughs> like we've done videos before, like people like y'all have seen our videos, but like that. Tra- we like, also don't. We also don't do scripted content. So to to do. Anything scripted always oh, takes like so really, much time, really hard. Yeah, <laughs> especially like I feel like we've done scripted stuff in the past. Like a lot of but our Instagram videos what? are scripted. Right, them sixty second Instagram scripted videos. If that, right? It, it takes, takes us, us about an hour. <laughs> about an hour. So you know what? We did pretty good for five minutes. It only took us three. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh, it's over! It's over! It is over. So we're talking about Giuseppe Verity. Um, Othello is certainly one of my favorite operas. I know you don't really, you're not I literally couldn't tell you the plot to any opera besides Othello, which I just found out we did this. So I feel like that's I think. F- I f- and you know, you know, uh, because if you know no, Rent, I don't. If you know Rent, you know Lobo I don't know Rent. <sighs> <laughs> Nikki got no, Nikki got so- mad at me the other day because I said I don't like Rent she's like get off my line what's up to like I'm like Ugh. not get off my line dang <laughs> the line <laughs> I just people are obsessed with Rent. I'm just I I can't I'm, I have no idea what that's about I'm just it's so musical, confused right? yeah it's a musical but like I I just be so confused as to what the obsession is but I think I've only seen two operas one of which I have no idea what, what it was I don't even remember where I was when I saw it I just remember I saw an opera and then the other one oh, was okay <laughs> I really don't I genuinely could not tell you what opera was where I was when I saw I just remember sitting in a theater and it was an opera and because I just remember being like oh that's another language that they're singing in (laughs) and then the other opera I saw was the Rape of Lucretia come on Lucretia all right
1: that's so ghetto um my
0: cousin's name is Lucretia (laughs) (laughs) for real yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we call it creesh though. I'm sorry. uh <laughs> yeah, <yikes>, that's awkward. <laughs> I'm gonna tell them listen to this episode too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, there's certain there's certainly people in my family would get on names. No one in my immediate family, but in Jamaica, Keandria stuff like that. Shout out to out there. okay. 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 Anyway, let's move on because this is ridiculous. Okay. So, Giuseppe Verdi, one of the most influential composers of the 19th century. Um, he wrote 28 operas. Um, that's pretty much all he wrote. He didn't really write much else. Oh, that's not true <laughs> at all. His um <laughs> like at, like he wrote other things. Um, what's that big thing. I'm going to look it up. What else can you tell tells no, about what's Verdi? That big thing. He wrote a mass, but I don't think it's a mass. I really don't think it's a mass. Oh, my God. They'll be like, what Eastman? Oh, right. He wrote a Requiem. The Verity Requiem, which is actually same amazing. Thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of is, ain't it? I mean, this, you know same i They're similar. They're there is. Yeah. I mean, definitely saying Wheelhouse. Yeah. I actually really like the Verity Requiem. I sound like I'm... like. Like I'm f- foolish because I just sit he ain't write nothing else but opera, but I really like the Verdi. Listen, I couldn't tell you that's what, but that's what he's known for. So yeah, he's known for the operas and the Requiem, and there's also like one other thing. That's like Wagner coming out the wi- the woodworks with a viola sonata, like <laughs> you know, and, all, I mean? and I bet you all the girls will stand for it too vials right. are annoying meanwhile y'all stand to stand for to your right arm fall off because you tremolo in the whole time so. right it's all if you, if he wrote a viola sonata all it would be is tremolo um forte and fortissimo that's all three ingredients that you need <laughs> for for no, a lot you needed to be in a uh, c-sharp major so. oh yeah c-sharp major for sure um oh it gotta be at least five hours long No. <laughs> At the very least, buckle right. up, Violas. I'm telling you, maybe give it like a hundred years. gonna be some. Give it like a hundred years. There's gonna be some, <laughs> like some long lost Wagnerian. Ugh. I won't be playing no. that. So. Give it a hundred years. You know, let's not get into this. Never mind. I was about to say, do we have? 100? <laughs> no, I'm just. This is the second time episode, this episode, but this time, time it was twice. It was twice yeah. this episode. Okay, environmentally black podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay, Every environmentally episode. okay, environmentally bleak podcast. <laughs> That's what it needs to be. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm drinking water out of a plastic bottle. Well Let me see. I bet you this is smart no. water. So, I'm sure this came from so wood, No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't talk. I don't drink tap water. So, yeah, I only drink tap water. Arrowhead. She bought Arrowhead. My grandma only buys Arrowhead. This just like dirt. I'm like, I don't understand how y'all do this. Yeah, I don't. I, water don't really taste that different to me. Only time I can really taste the difference in water is like Dasani definitely tastes tastes weird to me. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that's it. Like, and I know I like I only drink tap water. Like when like I wasn't for finna- definitely has a taste to me. It does have a taste. But I'm used to it now. I, I drink so much water that like I'm not buying bottled water. Okay, Aqua Woman i'm trying to get a, a water filter so at least i can drink tap water and a filter But yeah i mean i bought smart water because i'm not gonna go in the bathroom of the airport and freaking put my hands up to the sink and drink like that doesn't make you know what i'm saying but like like <laughs> you match why not what's it called uh uh zero waste it's me wow. in, the, in the sink of the bathroom terminal7 how do we, why, how do we get we get here what Verdi. We about? so <laughs> <laughs> but how, how do we get to drinking water Out the airport sink oh environmentally bleak podcast and then cause we made an environmental joke when she do like every episode mm-hmm. dang right because we in 100 years we're gonna get another wagner uh, oh like, yeah we have 100 years <laughs> Yeah, and that because we're talking about how Verity's known for more than one thing, not just mm-hmm. his opera. Yeah, we should do a we should do an Easter egg activity, people to find stuff. I bet you there's certain things that happen every episode, like me calling you trash, an environmental joke. Like I bet you I speak in Jamaican, like with a Jamaican accent at least once an episode. That'd be cute. I'm gonna come up with some Easter egg hunt. <gasps> Easter, cute. Okay, so anyway, Wagner. I mean, what's what, what's his <laughs> name? <you> see? <laughs> see? see, that's what happens. And you know, I I don't even feel of you It felt weird for me to say his name on this podcast. Like in that way, like why would we be talking about Wagner? All right. Okay, that's really all you need to know about Verdi, though. Like on yeah. on God, like that's really it. Uh, not this really. I mean, because he doesn't. He's not a typical like composer in that like. I feel like a lot of composers, were, well, not a lot, but a good amount of composers were like child prodigies and stuff, and that's not really. Yeah, it's not really what he was about. I apparently, mean, he was trash at piano. Yeah, even apparently. though his father, apparently, I mean, and like, what does trash really mean? Right. You know, I don't, I don't really know, but um, yeah, he got into opera when he when he moved to Milan, and. Fun fact, he achieved great success with his opera. Opera, Alberto. What is it called? Alberto. Oh, Alberto. That word is so hard for me to say. Yeah. You know, I saw it coming on my screen, so I said opera, just prepare for it. Like, (laughs) I really must fix that. Like, I have advanced degrees. I need to fix that. But, um. Oh. Anyway. Dr. Brown. I have no desire. Um. But, let's get oh, into talking about design. Othello. You? Okay. Let's talk about Othello. Um, it's one of my favorite Shakespeare plays because I'm just in all about how stupid everybody is. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Wow. So, um, there are differences. There are slight differences between, like, Othello, which was written by Shakespeare, and Othello. Because an opera is not a musical. That's, that's number one. And number two, an opera is not a play. So, the librettist which i forgot his name i'll pull it up because like <laughs> i'm supposed to be giving you information <laughs> um but the the librettist had to take like had to reduce the number of words significantly and just kind of left it up to verdi to um to fill in the blanks basically like they were like Verity can convey certain things um without me having to keep all them words in so and he did a pretty good job of that um there's slight things like otello has a bunch of phaeton spells during it which during Othello which is like Mm. it's mad dramatic when I read when I read it like it's mad dramatic like you accusing your wife of cheating on you and she didn't and now you stressed make it make sense like I'm just so confused (laughs) like why are you fainting Desdemona should be the one that's fainting okay so the librettist for um Othello was Arrigo Buito Bioto I don't know. I will link it down below. Um, so when he was going through, he had to make it work for an opera. And so he made some changes to it. Like he took out the fainting spells. Um, when we get to the end, we'll talk about what happens to Trifon Iago. That's different in Othello. There's like a couple little things, but the overarching story is the same. So if you don't know, Othello is about the governor of Cyprus named Othello. Um, he's a Moor. Is that is that problematic to you? Like the way they like... I remember looking yeah. that up, like, I don't like that word. Like, a more, he's a more, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why, that's, it's never sat, sat well with me. I have no context for that word being problematic, so. I mean, I'm sure it's. I just, I only know that word to describe someone who is from Northern Africa. I don't know it to be like a slur. It's anything, not a. So that's oh. why it doesn't. That's why I, it don't sound problematic to me, but Otel is black and <laughs> <laughs> and he just came back fighting a war and he's back in Cyprus. While he was gone, this new guy named Rodrigo came along and he was like, Hey Desdemona, listen, I know you married. but That's what that's what he said. Yeah, but anyway, he's like Desdemona <laughs> I know you married Oh my gosh. But like the way you said that just reminded me of <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Of <laughs> that, oh, I know you're talking about. <laughs> okay, anyway, Desdemona, <laughs> I know you're married, but I can show you some things that Othello can't do. And if you just like, let me take you out sometime. And Desdemona was like, boy, so he's he's in love with Desdemona. So then, Iago is a hater. He Iago is Othello's ensign, basically. He's not a servant. He's just, like, below. He's below Othello and reports to Othello. So, and he's mad at Othello because this dude, Cassio, got promoted above Iago. So, yeah, the whole point is that Iago's trying to get back at Othello. He's going to take Othello out. So, he help, He gets Rodrigo to help him. He's like, yo, Rodrigo, you want Desdemona? I want Othello kills. So let me tell you what's going to happen. We're going to get Cassio drunk. And then... He gonna demote Othello, and then it's gonna be good, and I'm gonna kill Othello, whatever, whatever. And then you can have Desimona because, yeah, that's that's how it's gonna right. be. And Rocky was like, okay, bet game. Like, what we doing? So he's like, I need you to get Cassio drunk. So this is how the this is basically how the opera opens. Like, it's supposed to be a celebration for Otello coming back, but um, really we wanted to see Cassio get into some mess. So the whole chorus is like, drink, drink, drink. That's not my favorite part. Like, uh, I forgot the the name of the drinking song. It's typical to have a drinking song. Like, Mozart has a lot of drinking songs in his operas. So does Verdi. There's one. There's an amazing one in La Traviata. Like, La Traviata is that opera, like, period. Um, so, Verdi suffers with the with the drinking song. In a fire lugalo. Mm-hmm. And it's really just um, everybody, the chorus and everybody, uh, encouraging Cassio to drink because... They wanted to look like he's a drunk, and Iago is freaking trifling because, um, well, I'll, I'll get there. But I just want to pull over and say, like, why is everybody trusting Iago? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you can't tell, like, okay, I know you can't tell if someone's jealous or not, but it's like for some reason everybody wants to get uh Cassio drunk, and y'all just going along with this, talking about drink, 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 like everybody and no one's questioning it like okay so then basically Cassio gets drunk at the end of the act, tele comes back and he's like upset about it of course um mm-hmm. and demotes him and that's how the first act ends yeah but you know what <laughs> what I remembered is that they sent Cassio to do something when he was drunk and then Iago come in and talk about mm-hmm, he be like this every night. <laughs> <laughs> like, who does that he sucks <laughs> like he just really had to had to add insult to injury exactly like, like so why would you do that because like he probably was gonna get demoted anyway because like why are you this drunk in front of all these people you supposed to be like i just promoted you my guy like i literally like that's we can't give people nothing like i literally just gave this to you like and you're drunk and then here come y'all go yeah man i be seeing he be at the club every night looking just like this like Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, that's how the act ends. Right. Oh, and then Otello, uh, I, want, I do have to mention, Otello and Desimona are reunited, and it's one of the, the, it's like the huge love duet. And it's actually it's a common theme throughout the opera because when you get to the end, it's also playing again, just for a different reason. But, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very different yeah. reason. Very, very, very um. different. <laughs> um. So then on to act two. Um. In this act... It's actually crazy i don't know who hurt iago but like why is he like this right he reveals like his beliefs about mankind um in this no i don't know what to call a song in opera but um in this i think piece. it's called a song is it okay, okay. is it a, a song, song called or, or do they talk do they say like oh you know what I do i feel like, don't they say like aria duetto I don't know. Don't like to my thing. yeah like i know th- but i just don't know like what this one is called oh uh, yeah i just remember like I'm like how do you even what do y'all call it yeah mm-hmm. this tone a <laughs> 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 little ditty. <laughs> you're right <laughs> this ditty, iago sings um and he says god is cruel and man was created in his image Wow. And when man dies, then what? Heaven is an old wives tale. I'm like, who hurt you? Oof. Like So Wow And then um Iago Iago calls upon Satan to assist in his plot. So you so we all see where he's coming from. So, so right. Um basically he he's telling Otello, like sort of instigating the situation um, by telling Othello, like, oh, Desdemona and Cassio, like, something's going on there. I don't know what's up, but, like, I'm just telling you what it is. Um, because Desdemona is is defending Cassio, because, like, we all know he got demoted in the last act. But she's like, you know, he didn't even really do nothing that bad. Like, we might could give him another chance. You know, it's also, not even that bad, so. Yes, yeah, like, also, Othello kind of has, like, a temper. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, a big temper. Um... So, she he was probably whiling like he was he was whiling. So Desmon was like, "Yo, so you know how you get like this all the time? Like you you <laughs> gotta relax. Like Cassie don't even do nothing. Like you act like you didn't take shots the the day. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we right. just we happy to see you back. You know, trying to help him out. Mm-hmm. And so then of course that that's that works to Iago's favor because then he like. Oh yeah, you see how she defended him right now? Well, that's cause that you know, yeah, like he just egging him on, egging him on, knowing dang well that Otello is unreasonable and ridiculous. So then he um, he tells Othello that he saw uh, Casio with Desdemona's handkerchief that Otello gave her as a gift. The reason why he does this is because Desdemona drops it, and Iago's wife picks it up. Right, Emilia is he is Desdemona's like helper yeah she's yeah and also iago's wife so when desimona drops the handkerchief <gasps> she wait uh, I, how did i miss that Amelia's married yeah. to iago yeah oh baby mm-hmm. see that's why you shouldn't say the ladies like honestly right because um how did i miss and, that and, but also Amelia, um she didn't even want to give iago the handkerchief because she knew that he was trying to do something so she know her man it. trash. Right, and then he, but he forces, like, he forces her to give it to him, and then, like, tells her, like, you better not say nothing. Like, I'm like, why, first of all, have you ever wondered why nobody in your life likes you? Like, your own wife don't like you. She, uh, even, even she's like, okay, you must stop with these shenanigans, and you never, you never stop to realize, like, maybe I'm the common denominator. Never. So um but she didn't want to give the the handkerchief to him he took it anyway and then he uses that to like plant on cassio um and that's why he tells otello like oh yeah i saw cassio with her handkerchief so that he can back that story up later on um so after after otello is like oh he got the handkerchief too they both are like all right bet we gonna um we gonna punish them they and they make like a vow uh, to punish him, to punish both of them. What do you think that would be equivalent to? Like today, like if this is in twenty nineteen. Like, what would that handkerchief be equivalent to? I'm trying to think of like, dms. What, <laughs> you like not like something tangible though. Like, what would your dude give to you? Like, what, like what would your man give to you that like you wouldn't want another man to have, have? You know what I'm saying? What would my well, girl? You have some that's a lot of imagination there. Um. Okay. <laughs> Cause it wouldn't be a ring. Like that that'd be dumb. Like why would why would why would another man have your ring? That doesn't make sense. Right? So like what would it be? Yeah kind of think? That's true. Oh, I think about something. Oh, this is a PG pocket. What? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, so Act Three. Things get worse. Um <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um Cassio, here I go line, Desimona and Otello get into another argument because Desimona has no idea that her handkerchief is missing, right, because Iago freaking stole it. Um, So she goes back to Otello to be, to, to um act on Cassio's behalf, right, because I guess she don't, she know her man crazy, Cassio's bugging out because he just lost his role, so she's like, okay, let me just go talk to him one more time, okay. She knows how to she know how to deal with her man, whatever. So she go, she's like, "Yo, Otello, like you bugging, like come on, Cassio, it's really not that bad." So he he gets even more wild because Iago been in his ear about her cheating. So he's like, "Why? Like, what is up with Cassio? Like, let it go. Like, don't ever care about Cassio." Um. And then to make matters worse, Otello asks for the handkerchief. She's like, "He's like, where's the handkerchief at?" Right. of course she can't produce the handkerchief because it's stolen so he gets like irate and calls her a whore and let me let's pull over right here what you not finna do <laughs> okay what Can you i could not imagine you're not finna talk to me anyhow you know what i'm saying a whore i mean different times okay fine what you gonna do you, about it you get into an a argument with your man he called you a thot, a bust down okay okay <laughs> like, no, i mean like i mean different times in terms of what could she have done about that you know what i mean yeah like it freaking was, 18 or something like even before more, that. even earlier than yeah, that yeah way before that but i'm thinking i'm thinking okay you think way. about i was thinking i'm thinking about Verdi's lifetime but yeah so that happens he wilding what makes matters worse um iago's still working so he stages a conversation with Cassio regarding the handkerchief and to make it, just to make it seem that like to further further his uh, plan that Cassio is with Desdemona and they Desimona is shitting on Otello basically mm-hmm. um and Otello overhears that of course because that was the plan. Um, right. and he gets even more mad, and in like in the play, like he he would have been fainted like five times by now, cause he gets so mad and so worked up that he like has these fainting spells. And um, why did e- Iago even need to be doing all of this? He could have just caught him on on an off day and just took him out. But then you don't want that blood on your hands. I guess, yeah. I think that's probably what it is. He's trying to do all this stuff, and also like he has time. That's the problem. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, if you had you dedicated that's to your job, maybe you would have got the promotion in the first place. But, He wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, no. spending all that time scheming. I feel like nobody likes Iago. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it is basically, Otella gets even more mad and embarrasses Desmond in front of everybody. He calls her a whore again. Just like a bunch, just tacky. Like, keep your business in your home. Like, just right. tacky. Now, all of Cypress know what you're dealing with behind closed doors. Right. And you're supposed to be a leader. Exactly. You can't even keep your your home business. You can't leave your home. How are you going to leave us? Right. Exactly. Because I would have been in the crowd <laughs> like, dang. So, your wife's stepping out. We got to know about it. How we find out. Right. <laughs> From so now, you. Right. Now, Now I have a petition going Going. up mud house to mud house trying to no figure it out Okay, <laughs> you know what actually that's what the <laughs> this is actually a very rare three act play that's where it is um thanks for listening to Cosby Black Podcast what's what's wrong? what happened? was it something I said? couldn't be anyway yes. so oh, <laughs> couldn't <it>? not <laughs> couldn't be um couldn't be it was <laughs> okay um yeah, that's Act Three, basically. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now we're on to Act Four. Um, so basically, Desimona's getting ready to uh, b- getting ready for bed. It's later on after she got embarrassed in front of everybody. Um, so she's asleep, and a comes come in her room. Um, and, and during this time, this is actually a bass solo, which is an excerpt for us. Uh, going on. Like all throughout when he's sneaking around her and just throughout this uh, weirdo, like watching her sleep. (laughs) Exactly. So he goes over there and he blows out the candles that's around her and kisses her three times. And the third time he kisses her, she wakes up and she's like, who that? And he, he basically says like, I guess he's like, trying to be soft with her before telling her like oh by the way I'm finna kill you I couldn't even imagine being (laughs) like oh a note about the kissing that was um that was something from the first act as well like he kissed her three times as well and um around the duet that they sang just as like foreshadowing to the same thing that he's doing right now like yikes right um and then she was like why, and then she, she like I guess she thinks she he's joking or whatever, but how the whatever. more like <laughs> right I'm but like, then she realizes that he means it, right, she was like he means it, and then she was like, so now she's like pleading for her life, and he's like, nah, you love Casio, you gave him your know, that handkerchief that I gave to you, like how could you do this to me, all of that, and then so now she's just like pleading like. You gotta. She's like calling out for Cassio to like come in there and tell, and tell, tell her like, what's going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I just feel like, like, like that was not the move. Yeah, Cause he's because he's killing now, you because of Cassio, and now you, Cassio, <laughs> you come save me, girl. I mean, listen, I've never been near death, but that's probably not what I would have done. And where's Amelia? <laughs> at? I thought Amelia though. was supposed to be helping her. But then again, she is desperate, and who else to cooperate her story? But that Cassia. is true. But where's Amelia, her her helper? Oh, she got caught away, um, because that's right. Yeah, it was like some some wind blowing or whatever, and she, uh, left before Otello came in. Dang, um, says he really had no chance at all. Right. So um. So he strangles her. Um, what a way to go she's like, Right. She's on the verge of death. And like people are, uh, Amelia comes back and they're like, oh my God, he killed her. He killed her. Um, and so basically she, she just like dies slowly. I guess she like sings a little bit more before she actually dies. Yeah. After he strangles <clears throat> her. Um, so then at that point, Amelia comes in saying that Cassio killed Rodrigo. Because, as you know, part of the plan was for, um, like, Rodrigo was going to help Iago get Cassio. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he was going to get Desimona. Well, they made a mistake. They didn't get Cassio drunk this time. So, now he he, he on his tip-top shape. <laughs> so, Rodrigo, like, Yo, why you get him drunk the first time and not the second time when you're trying to fight him? So, Rodrigo went to fight him, but Cassio ended up getting the best of him and killed Rodrigo instead. damn So right poor rodrigo i mean because all he want i right. mean but look, you want something you can't have she's literally right. a, a, a queen kind well, of he, he got more he got more than he bargained for yeah way, way, more. Way, <laughs> way more way more <laughs> <laughs> um, so they come in there talking about uh cassio kill rodrigo they're like what how that happen? um so then iago's full plan is revealed they realize like that he fabricated this whole thing, and so us like nah, y'all go tell me this ain't true, and he's like, nah, no, I ain't do that, I ain't do that. And here but, you go, here go, Jalisha. Does that look like something I would do? <laughs> <That's> exactly. <laughs> so she was saying, does that really sound like me? That never like yes. sound like something I would do. <laughs> We're actually, throwing through it does. I <laughs> got like a yeah, fun like through. From, through. <laughs> yeah, from A from A to B. That that's you. <laughs> Um, so his whole plot is revealed and so Otello realizes like dang she was Really innocent that whole time she was pleading For her life she was and like for real Dumb See? Right. So now he's distraught Too late. Um right Exactly and so he pulls out a dagger And kills himself Um before, Right after asking for Well not really asking, kissing Desdemona again. He says he asked, but was she gonna say yeah? Right. Anyway, wow, she been, <laughs> she been crossed over since it's too late. Mm, not crossed. Over. <laughs> <laughs> but what I don't understand, I mean, I know it's different in the in the play, but I'm like, you could have just stabbed Yago real quick and then stabbed yourself. Why you stab yourself and now he just sitting there? Right. Mm. I mean, but in in the for Otello's sake, you know, he could have done that but in the play he gets carried away to be tortured and in the opera we have no idea what happens to him like they it it just ends with that um and i mean at least when he's getting tortured he uh i guess god's giving him what he said he said god is cruel so he's like i'll show you cruel (laughs) 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 wow do you think i'm so (laughs) what since you think i'm so cruel i'll show you cruel and since heaven's uh old uh wife said old you don't worry about style. don't have to worry about seeing that either. So Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oof. I mean, okay, but with all this said, I ain't finna I ain't finna hold you. Mm-hmm. If 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 you really if we talking about just what we know from the opera, not Othello, but just Othello, I'm really low-key rooting for Iago. Because think about it. Okay, think about it. What are we thinking about? <laughs> how many times does the villain does the antagonist get away with anything like normally somebody stops like the powerpuff girls come through the avengers like something happens and doesn't work like the antagonist never wins iago literally wins like that is I mean, freaking Thanos amazing got it in infinity war i mean in the end he did well he kind of did in the end he didn't win yeah, I guess it got reversed. Yeah, like even then, like there's. For, I mean, for a I'm year, th- we thought he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're the only ones who <laughs> did, though. All the common book oh. people was like, they knew how it was going. Uh-huh. But like, I don't know. I know like Yago sucks, but like, he literally got away with it. Like, he was like, what Otello's not finna to do is promote Cassio's dusty self above me. And you know what? I bet you if we had like a backstory, that'd be cute like a backstory to Otello like what happened to Iago before like maybe he was really hard working and came to work every day on time and didn't stay late on his lunch breaks and didn't take 20 bathroom breaks you know maybe he was a really good employee and Casio maybe Casio was more handsome I mean we don't know that but I'm just saying like maybe there's some stuff that happened that made it be like okay well he finna promote casio over iago and Iago's like "All right, bet like boom so he made this elaborate plan use an the idiot rodrigo because why would someone why would you believe someone when they promise you that they're gonna give you somebody else's wife that doesn't even make sense right that's not even his to give exactly exactly like there's no <laughs> part of that that made sense where rodrigo was like went along with the okie doke and was like oh Yo, you know what yeah And, like, why do you even like Desmond? Do you even know her? Like, you just got here. Like, he's not from Cyprus. You don't know nothing about her. But she's pretty. Y'all so vain. So, anyway, now you lost your life. And (laughs) that was, like, a consolation prize to Iago. Like, he wasn't even going for that. But he was like, okay, cool. Like, Cassio got got demoted. And Iago, I mean, Othello took care of himself. Like, he literally got away with everything, if we're talking about the opera. Like, I stan because it never happens. Stan, yeah, he sucks, and he won. That's insane. Well done, yikes. Meanwhile, the person who drew the short straw was Desdemona. She literally did nothing, she was a pawn in everything like, literally, somebody who has no I mean, your husband doesn't even have ownership of you, but somebody who was your husband's employee. W- was promising you to other people like what <laughs> yeah also like the whole thing is messed up too because it's like why will not you believe your wife and the hope that's like in that the whole thing like the whole point of marriage like you you can't you don't trust your wife he insecure what was the um oh <laughs> yeah definitely insecure right Cause it's like, maybe he doesn't think like he was fit to rule or like what you just won the battle. Like, what do you, what is the problem? What do you, what are we, what are we talking about? Make it make sense. What are we doing? Right. And especially because he was gone for so long, he probably was already like on it. It probably made perfect sense to him that like, Oh yeah, I've been gone all this time. Of course you've been stepping out on me. Right. We should have done that work before you left my guy. Instead right, of focusing so. on owning, owning your wife, you know, partnership and exactly oh well i mean but who okay you said that desimona drew the short straw but do you think rodrigo did that he also did like that he also did but she drew the shortest of them you think i mean yeah i I do think so because she had she had no like no authority in anything rodrigo could have gone about this a different way you know like you got wrapped up in you got wrapped up in fighting and trying to kill somebody that you don't even know for somebody that you haven't even probably attempt to talk to otherwise like did you ever think maybe you could approach this like i know she married but like obviously you don't care about that but like it's not his fault per se what happened to him but yeah, he had not other not options fault. He, but he had other options. I mean, I, I imagine Rodrigo was a, attractive. I don't understand that. Like, But you know what? julius did say that men want what they can't have. So he was probably like, what's... So now th- we taking julius advice? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing now? <laughs> Especially on this subject. <laughs> and I don't mean that in the way that it, that it probably sounds i'm not saying we should take her advice i'm just saying it makes sense why rodrigo would want her he probably fine no i'm not even saying that like what he i'm just saying the way that he went about getting her that just seemed all kinds of backwards he seems like a like a typical what i can't say like he went the app the the opposite way like instead of going across the bridge you went down the valley then up the mountain then around the bend and then did a loop-de-loop and went you know and then you still lost <laughs> because instead, instead, instead of just being like okay my plan is to get Desdemona you were like okay my plan is to get Desdemona but first I'm gonna do Iago's plan to get Cassio to get Otello and then I could get Desdemona you know but to be fair to be fair he, didn't, he took Iago's plan because Iago, being a snake, was just like, oh, I peep you looking at Desimona. Like, let me help you with that. All I need you to do is get Cassio drunk. Okay. But I just feel like simple logic would tell you that that <laughs> wasn't going to work. First of all, people, I don't understand. Like, it's it's crazy how some people can just trust others. Like, Iago has a line at the opening of the opera, like, where he's, where, okay, so when I was on his way back to, um to cyprus like there's bad weather so like his boat is rocking and all type of stuff people are kind of worried like is he gonna make it back or whatever like you just did all this fighting like you were so successful are you really gonna make it back and iago's like oh well let let the sea be her tomb and i'm like wow (laughs) yeah i remember that i was like yo are you good are you already okay like and like I feel like that would be like how I imagine that happening is like everybody's standing on on like the beach or whatever looking out into the ocean seeing these waves like rocking right and Iago's like standing in the front in the middle everybody else is like looking with like worry on their face and Iago's like let the sea be her tomb her being the boat that he (laughs) right and I just imagine everybody turning and looking at him and be like are you okay but right. f- and y'all still like literally moments later are going along with his schemes wow i feel like right I feel in, in thinking that he didn't have any ul- ulterior motives okay like i mean are we barely i don't think there's an overture there isn't i'm like we barely got a smooth minute into the opera and Iago already showing his true colors and y'all don't even care y'all like yeah i mean what a beautiful metaphor go. that is just nice like <laughs> the whole thing is messed up messed up but I still I still, I just, I just I love him because he got away with it I mean I, I don't what he did was terrible but like I can't recall many villains that get away with their plots so I think that's kind of cool uh-huh. see who side Katie's on no I'm just kidding <laughs> All right, well, let us know if you want us to recap another opera. You know, I got to get my, I guess, yes. my opera, what do you call it up? Call it up. Do you know, I can't, I can't talk right now. I'm so tired. <laughs> these past couple weeks have been something. But, yes, let us know. Um, also, let us know who you're rooting for. If there's another character you're rooting for, of course, I we just pick these two. Yeah. Um, and we are moving on, right to Black Excellence, <laughs> where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there is room for everyone at the top. Who are we talking about, Dwayne? This week we have a group Black Excellence, not our My first, group will not be our last. Good Black um, X Y. Okay, but meanwhile, when I say Black X Y, you're like, no, that's that's not it. Now you you know what i feel like it applies here because they're all being black and excellent together i That's know but i right? say black x a you know what what, what you they appropriated doing my no word way. you appropriated my word all right so this week we talking about the ill harmonic orchestra whoop, whoop. um right the ill harmonic orchestra combines the raw energy and passion of hip-hop with the beautiful sounds of live orchestral accompaniment. Uh, they are led by a husband and wife duo, the Phantom and the Phoenix. That is so and freaking are, cute. Right. And it's not supposed to be cute. They're only the um, the third hip-hop group to headline their own show at Carnegie Hall. Okay, Carnegie. Okay. Um <laughs> They toured the United States and Japan, and they sold out the uh the Kennedy Center in the same Dang. room that Nas performed with the National Symphony Orchestra, right? Mm. Come on, selling out the Kennedy Center, Can you like I and the girls, right? And selling it out to um a diverse audience too, right? Like, actually, marketing and you know appealing to a wider range of demographics than most orchestras care to so wow what that. a concept and imagine you <laughs> you play works that highlight other experiences except for okay. white and imagine you you try to market to other people and then they show up wow Sounds awesome like to cool me. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the recipe for success to me seems like they're the only people who have it nope can't be all you got all you need is Bach Haydn and Mozart and ticket sales <laughs> okay I quit I quit right. I quit <laughs> <laughs> okay um the Illharmonic harmonic orchestra consists of mainly african-american musicians um, from all over the country like New York, Philadelphia, Boston, D.C., Atlanta, Austin, other places. Um, I will also link their, um, the site where you can meet some of the members of the orchestra. Um, they've also filmed a pilot series that they're producing which is titled Making of the Orchestra which will highlight classically trained African-American musicians that are on tour with the group and I'll also link a video to that as well. Um, if you would like to see them they have an upcoming event in Chicago shout out to Katie seven seven three three <laughs> one two seven oh eight stand up okay and the auditorium <laughs> theater <laughs> the auditorium theater on august twenty fourth I'll also be linking the page where you can get more information on that performance and um attend so shout Woo-woo. out to them for being black and excellent and merging two beautiful and influential genres of music and in a seamless way you got a piece for us this week yes ma'am my piece this week is Dance Spock and All by Camille Sanson I forgot how much I love this piece until I heard Mm -hmm. the kids play it and I was like this piece slaps oh shoot you didn't go to the final performance Nope. Okay, so at the end, okay, at the end of dance walking when it goes da 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 okay, and there's this timpani thing where it goes bum bigadie bum 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 bum. When I tell you, this black king said, "This is my time." Listen, <laughs> I told him after. I done heard a lot of timpani playing in my day, but I ain't okay, never. <laughs> was like why you always gotta gas people I was like no I'm not even there but you be acting like you 50 like. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you it was like electrifying like I forgot how much that how like how cool that piece is I mean it's about an orgy but um a drunken okay. orgy Uh, but it's still a lot of fun and yeah I put it in high school and it was cool mm. and it came to life again i'm telling you that timpani is i was like boy you about to be right back here in this la field just keep doing what you're doing like it it was freaking insane um embarrassing okay with you as well okay with me taking the lessons from him for what the timpani to anything to help me point it to that's what's gonna do it yep hey. 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 okay yeah he could just hey you can do that. All right. So thanks for listening. To my <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our run. It's been real. Oh, okay. Um, tune in for episode forty-one. 40 it's a, a huh? I said tune in for episode forty-one. Oh, I guess Katie's gonna be doing you episode You suck. 41. You freaking. Suck. I was only contracted for forty episodes. So there's no contract <laughs> at <laughs> all. it blows my mind you know what i'm gonna draw one out i'm gonna draw one up so that you know we can get a we can get some stipulations in place because after after these past few intermissions okay we need (laughs) we need a contract (laughs) an hr department something to protect me (laughs) legally the intermissions have not been that bad and this week was so much fun like i feel bad for how stressed you were but like in the end it was fine you really I did kind of feel bad because supposed to be funny. You looked press, 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 press. Um, but you know what? As this is episode forty, it really blows my mind that some of these girls be doing seasons. Like that is freaking insane. Maybe one day when we poppin. Right anyway thank you so much for listening to classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast if you have a piece of the week suggestion black excellent suggestion intermission suggestion that's delaney friendly email it to us at classically black podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to y'all next week Bye. bye